You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports supporters, we're going to talk about Pat McAfee because since he arrived over at the mothership, a lot of us have been really wondering exactly how well this was going to work out for Pat McAfee on ESPN's actual network. Now, it's long been thought that uh, one of the reasons why Pat McAfee's show became so popular is because people wanted an alternative to anything involved with Disney. And, of course, Disney owns ESPN. That and a lot of people have just thrown up their hands. They're like, cable bills are too high. Now, streaming bills are too high. Places like Fubo are now 100 bucks. Well, hell, you might as well be back on Dish Network. You might as well be back on your cable service. Combine that with the fact that uh, there was that big cable spectrum uh, Disney kerfuckle, <laughs> for lack of a better way of putting it, um, right at the beginning of Pat McAfee's launch on ESPN, a lot of people thought, man, the ratings may not be very good. I did a video over on the other sports channel that talked about the fact that the ratings started out not so good for ESPN and Pat McAfee. Well... ESPN put out a press release yesterday and they cited all these different things that were celebrating the Pat McAfee show and how many viewers it was getting. Now, to be honest with you, Pat McAfee's two most viral moments in the last month, one was probably him in the ring when The Rock showed up on WWE for the first time in four years. That got like hundreds of millions of views across the internet, and the other one is anytime Aaron Rodgers is on his show. Now, I don't even know at what point Aaron Rodgers airs as a segment, besides it being on Tuesday. I don't know if he's actually on the ESPN show or if they're airing him on YouTube and ESPN Plus because it gives Aaron the ability to say whatever he wants to say, like him dropping a hilarious and tasty nugget known as Mr. Pfizer in talking about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. So when you dig into the Pat McAfee numbers, you find out, yes, he's still performing very well on YouTube. He's performing on streaming well, and his clips are doing well. But his performance on ESPN, the actual network, is uh, something to be desired. Let's put it this way. They, they, there's something on the table they're still looking for because he, his numbers on ESPN aren't great. And I think they thought they would be a lot better. I think they thought they would go up once the cable spectrum um, drama got resolved. They did not go up. So that tells you a couple of things. Number one, people still aren't willing to support Disney ESPN outside of the idea they have to tune in for, say, an actual football game, college or pro. I mean, there's a lot of things on ESPN that people won't watch, Major League Baseball, NBA, etc. And a lot of these studio shows, their ratings blow. Why? People do not want to support Disney unless they're backed into a corner and they're they're looking at having to miss a Monday night football game. By the way, those games are now on free TV and ABC. So, you get the point. Let's dig into this a little bit. Awful Announcing put this out. I think it's by way of Sports Media Watch. On Wednesday, ESPN 
issued a press release touting the success of Pat McAfee's show after four weeks. The numbers seem impressive. The release notes that McAfee's show has 242 million views over its first four weeks and 17 shows averaging a reach of 1.4 million and maxing out at 1.9 million on ESPN's linear networks and YouTube. Yeah, but the thing about it is, that's not that much different from when he was actually, as far as the YouTube part goes, not really all that different from when he was just on YouTube. Okay, so that's that's something to point out there. When digging deeper into the data, much of the success is coming digitally rather than on ESPN itself. Uh-oh, big problem. The two-hour block on ESPN has topped out at 415,000 viewers over its first four weeks on the air for the show on Friday, September 22nd, live in South Bend for the Notre Dame game. Its lowest viewership on ESPN came just last week for the show on Thursday, September 28th, when just 201,000 tuned in on ESPN. That's not good, folks. I can tell you right now, that is not good. The Pat McAfee Show averaged 277,000 viewers on ESPN over its first four weeks. However, the show is thriving on YouTube. Through the same four weeks, the full three-hour-plus YouTube edition of the Pat McAfee Show is averaging 500,000 viewers, topping out at 763,000 viewers, with a lower viewership of 368,000 on Thursday, September 28th, that was last week. Well, that's that's kind of interesting because that seems to be about the same range he was in prior to joining ESPN on YouTube. So that's that's kind of interesting. I don't know that that has helped him at all on YouTube. And uh, it looks like the ESPN ratings on the actual network aren't as good as they thought they were going to be. The clips for McAfee's show continues to rack up on YouTube. ESPN's release said the clips on YouTube, the ESPN app, and social media totaled 213 million viewers over the first month without tallying the numbers. I can't believe it. On YouTube, 11 clips from just two days averaged 144,000 views and totaled over 1.5 million views. That's a good week for a two-hour broadcast on ESPN's linear network. And McAfee's YouTube channel is pulling it for two hours worth of clips from two days. While the success on digital platforms is excellent, guys, this also includes, when they say digital platforms, this includes Twitter slash X, okay? Now, I can tell you right now, for a lot of these bigger folks, that's where a lot of these views are coming from now, okay, is Elon Musk platform. Let's just let's just be honest here. Um, like a Pat that Pat McAfee clip with Aaron Rodgers um, nailing Travis Kelsey and calling him Mr. Pfizer, that clip went mega viral, okay? Uh, on X. So and that will get included in these kind of numbers. And was it Pat McAfee? Yeah, I mean it was funny that Pat was laughing about it, but let's face it. Everybody tuned in to find out what Aaron Rodgers said about Travis Kelsey and his his uh, allegiance to the jab, okay, and his commercial. 
ESPN will eventually need more success on linear from Pat McAfee on the actual network. The company uploads clips from other studio shows like First Take on YouTube and social media, and many of those bring in numbers comparable or even in excess of those for McAfee's show. And unlike the Pat McAfee show, First Take also draws impressive linear viewership. Last week, it touted the average of 505,000 viewers for First Take in September, the show's most watched month ever. We know Shannon Sharp's over there now. For ESPN, this isn't the worst problem to have. McAfee's digital audience is quite strong. The linear viewership hasn't kept up or hit the heights that many may have expected but we're talking about a small sample size, and as the football season rolls along, it seems likely the viewership will increase. Well, I don't, I don't know about that either, because the fact is, um, when the football season starts, everybody's all fired up. They're tuning in. They're looking to get all the analysis they can get from for their fantasy football teams, and you have all these different personnel decisions and these people playing on new teams, and the fire for football at the beginning of the season is in my opinion, always sort of higher in the beginning. Why? Because, well, in theory, every team feels like they've got a little hope at the beginning of the year. I mean, hell, the Arizona Cardinals are not nearly as bad as we thought they were going to be, and they've been competitive in most of their games. I mean, if if a ball bounces here and the ball bounces there, you look up and the Cardinals may, 10 weeks from now, be flirting with a seventh playoff spot. We just don't know. And I think there's going to be fire around that. The most interesting part to all this is the fact that, yeah, he's held steady on YouTube and ESPN+, Plus, but on YouTube in particular, and the X, why they didn't mention the X, I don't know, but it's part of the digital platform, okay? And that's a big part of these views now. And nobody wants to give Elon Musk any credit at all, but that, I mean... He put up a graph the other day of the increased number of people that are using that platform now, and it's way higher than it was prior to him actually buying it and and it switching over to him owning it. And that's this, this video is not about Elon Musk, but it's become a massively viable platform to watch clips on. That's where I watch all clips now. I don't even watch them on YouTube anymore. So you get the point there, all right? That's an additional piece to all of this. And Pat McAfee got that massive bump from the Rock thing, and that was a big damn deal. So, it's interesting. YouTube stayed about the same. It tells you people still are not tuning in. He did not bring any new eyes to ESPN at all. That didn't happen. And that's what ESPN wanted for that time slot. Oh, Pat McAfee's going to bring all of his... All of his fans over. No, he didn't. They stayed on YouTube because they didn't want to support Disney and adding to Disney's ratings. That is a real thing. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Outside of actual live sports where I want to tune in for a big college game or I want to tune in for Monday Night Football, and that was before it went back to ABC all the time, I am not tuning in for crap on Disney's networks. I'm not. Disney Plus, any of it, not going to happen. 
Tell me what you think, black and white sports supporters. Very interesting. When you peel back and and start looking, the actual network part of this didn't work out so well for ESPN. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.